In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Ijishesan, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. Summer Blast special prayer and worship service. It's a special prayer and worship service and we're deliberate about it. You know, there's something about your, your attitude, your understanding of spiritual protocol. The Bible says you enter into his court with what? And into his... With thanks given. There must be intentionality in the offering of our praise. Because we know the, 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 the presence of God responds to our praise. And that's why this Sunday, apart from the fact that it's going to be the first Sunday in the month of August, is also the Sunday that, pre, pre, I mean that, that the Sunday just before Summer Blast, we're going to have a gratitude Sunday. Are you looking forward to it? Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, are you, grat- are you grateful? Oh, come on, come on, get some rest. Say, are you grateful? How many of you are grateful for life? Come on, how many of you are grateful for life? Now, if, I to, if I'm to fast forward, gratitude service to now. Can, and I have three people that are, that are grateful for something major. Three people. My God, am I might talk. Three people that are grateful. Okay, keep it to Sunday. I wasn't impressed. Some of you, you must take a position of gratitude all the time. Uh, I just want to resort a little bit before we pray for that tonight. Listen to me. Uh, as I began to meditate on the word accelerate and supernatural acceleration to be precise, I realized that there are two major forces that will drive our acceleration. Two distinct forces. First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 22 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 22. It says, the Jews required a sign. And the Jews sought after wisdom. But to those of us who are called, it says in verse 24, but to those of us who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ. Somebody say Christ. Can you have it projected on the screen? Say Christ. Say, say it loud and clear. Say Christ. The power of God and the wisdom of God. Please have it on the screen so that people can see it. Christ, the power and the wisdom of God. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So when we're talking about Christ, there are two streams to him. There's a power stream and there's a wisdom stream. There is a power stream and there's a what? A wisdom stream. When the children of Israel needed to be brought out of the bondage of Egypt, God called Moses. He had a burning bush experience. I don't know if you know the story. And in the burning bush of experience, the power of God was revealed to him. 
So we can actually say that Moses started out with a revelation of God's power. His rod became an instrument of power. And he needed that to break out of Egypt. Because without God's mighty hand, there was no way Israel was going to be delivered from the bondage of Egypt. So the dunamis of God was essential. And listen to me. Every one of us needs the power of God. In fact, the Bible says in, 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 in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, he said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is the power. Somebody shout power. Come on, let me hear you shout power. Say it is the power of God unto salvation. You know that what is that power that produces salvation. And when the Bible talks about salvation, it's not just talking about not going to hell. It's talking about healing. It's talking about deliverance. It's talking about any form of progress that you can experience in your life. It's going to take the power of God, the supernatural, miraculous power of God to achieve that. In fact, the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon a believer, there must be a, what an expression of power. So the stream of power is key to our expression as believers. If I, a child of God who does not have a revelation of the power of God does not know what he's doing. Because the anointed, and his, the anointed one and his anointing is about the power of God. Paul said, he said, we did not come unto you with mere words. We were not just talking. He said, there was demonstration of power. Christianity that is devoid of power is a fake one. A Christianity that is just about talk, 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 and there's no manifestation of power. The miraculous is not represented. It's fake. God that cannot heal the sick is a fake God. God that cannot change a situation is an, is, you know, is, is a fraudulent God. The real God changes situation. Just yesterday I was in Peoria, and you know, there was a woman that came forward when I made a call. You know, after several people have been healed, I just wanted to make sure every situation was touched. So I asked people to come forward. And the, the whole front line was filled with people. I didn't actually ask everybody what was their condition. But there was a woman I was just moved to ask. This African-American woman has lost her hearing, mostly. For, I mean, for major parts of her life. Who knows for how long? And she said, you know, I use hearing hate. And right there, I felt the power of God. I'm talking about yesterday, and I just touched both of her hairs. And I, I, I had God say, blow into her hair. And I blew into both of her hairs, and I said, whatever is damaged, I command you to be fixed. It was that, if you were watching it online, it looked like, okay, is that all it takes to communicate power? And I went back, and I, was, and I told her, the power of God is going to be. So we kind of tested it. I was not kind of convinced whether she was ill or not, but I knew something has happened. And I moved on. And I continued the service, and I finished preaching, and I handed over the microphone. All of a sudden, I had some commotion from the side of the auditorium. And the pastor's wife said, somebody has a testimony. Guess the person? It was a woman. And she came forward. She was almost in tears. He said, have been using hearing aid? He said, you know, I went back to my seat, and it felt like the volume was turned up. Oh, you didn't hear that? He said, everything became loud in my ears. That is what the miraculous does. I declare in your life, the miraculous will be evident everywhere. So Christianity that does not reflect a God of power is fake. 
is not authentic. God changes situation. He turns things around. He turns things around. I still remember several years ago, maybe about seven years ago, I was having supernatural night of wonders in Lagos. And, you know, I made a call for, for people to be, I can't even remember how it happened. But anyway, there was a gentleman in that service who had been married for a period of time. And, you know, they've not been able to have children. And they eventually went for the uh, spam, whatever, test or whatever. And, you know, I, I don't know if you have heard of low spam counts. I mean, a few times. But his own case was no spam count. In fact, I was shocked. I'm like, so there can be a, a situation where a man, a whole man, you look for spam and you can't find a single one in his system. In fact, if I remember very well, she, he just got that report that week. And calls were made and he came forward and hands were laid upon him. But guess what? He did not just fall under the power. Now, if your interpretation of the power of God is people falling under the power, then you don't get it. The falling under the power is just, is just to show you in the natural that there's something supernatural that's happened. But if that is all to the power of God, I mean, there are some young ministers. What makes them feel fulfilled in service? Oh my God, everybody was on the floor. Now, if everybody was on the floor, but their life is still on the floor, <laughs> then what's the point? You were literally bringing them to church to beat them up. That's what you've been doing. Oh, I lay out on them. They fell. They knew I was powerful. Now, listen. It's not about you. It's about Christ. So, thank God for your power. But that power that does not translate to food on the table, to increase in people's life, to removing symptoms on their body, that power is a fake one. The authentic power is about the bodies of people being removed and the yokes being destroyed. Somebody shout, I have access. Come on, stand on your feet and declare. Say, I have access to the power of God that changes situation, removes bodies, and destroys yokes. I'm of you anticipating that massively next week. Somebody shout, power! You may be seated. So to call the long story short, this young man fell the power of God, fell under the power, but did not just fall under the power. He got his wife pregnant that month. I still saw the baby. The last time I went to Nigeria. Do you know the name of the baby? Snow. But you know the amazing thing? Snow, he did not just stop as Snow. Snow now has a junior sister. So they showed me Snow junior sister the last time. Say, can you see? This is real. From no spam count to Snow and a junior. Who knows? Maybe there's another junior on the way. But the point I'm trying to make is the power of God is real. It's miraculous. It can turn situations around. It injects the life of God into a dead situation. And all of a sudden, a dead womb is quickened. A dead organ is quickened. Tumor is removed. Fibroid disappears. An impossible situation is turned around. Somebody shout power. So Christ is the power of God. But listen, if all we know about Christ is power, then we are missing out on something major. Because he said Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Just this morning, God was speaking to me. He said, do you know if that power does not end up as wisdom? 
He said, you will not maximize the power. Because wisdom in itself is a supernatural power of God in demonstration. Because the wisdom we're talking about is not a naturally acquired one. It's not a function of education. It's not just because you have read so much materials and you have been in so many conferences. This is not a function of gray hair. It's not as a result of experience. It's much deeper than that. If you want to study what wisdom is all about, go and study the life of Solomon. Solomon was someone who was smart enough to realize his effectiveness in life is tied to wisdom. Without supernatural wisdom, he will not be able to govern Israel effectively. He looked at the people. He said, these people, they are the most difficult set of people you can imagine. And without your wisdom, I will fail. I don't know who I'm talking to today. You're having challenges in one area or the other of your life. Could it be? It's because you've not tapped into the wisdom dimension of God. I speak as a prophet of God tonight. I see the unleashing of wisdom of God in your life on a whole new level. Lift up your two hands and shout, wisdom! The will and the purpose of God is for you not just to walk in the power in terms of the miraculous, but to be able to translate into that wisdom dimension that power produces. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. He says in all you're getting, get understanding. If you don't get this, you are toasted. You are roasted. You are going nowhere. James says, if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Listen to me, somebody. Do you know as powerful as Moses was? With all his power, he was limited because in that department of wisdom, he was deficient. Somebody say, how do you know? You know, after I led the children of Israel out of Egypt, the miracles have happened, the Red Sea had parted. He eventually reunited with his father-in-law. And he was so excited, sharing his testimony, what God has done. Apparently, the man has even heard about what God has done. But the man looked into his operation and he saw that with all the power this man had, the power that caused this kind of deliverance, that pulled the children of Israel out of 430 years of bondage. With all that power, this man is still deficient of what? Wisdom. And he had to say to, to Moses, what you are doing is not good. He was a powerful man who lacked wisdom. And because he lacked wisdom, he did not have the right system, the right strategies, the right operations to, end, I mean, to make the most of the deliverance that God has given to them. In fact, Jethro had to tell him that if you continue this way, you will be burnt out. And a lot of people have been burnt out. A lot of powerful people, a lot of powerful preachers have gone to heaven before their time. I know cases of people that fasted themselves to death as they were fasting. They were breaking all the laws <laughs> where their physical body was concerned. And after a while, you know, God has to say, it's okay, you're a powerful man. But this powerful man is coming to heaven now. Because this powerful man lacked wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, and that will not be the first time it will happen. Do you know eventually, it was the deficiency in the area of wisdom that cost Moses the promised land. And I had the Lord saying to me this morning, he said, power can break you out 
of affliction, but it takes wisdom to sustain your deliverance. It takes wisdom to bring you into your inheritance. Is somebody listening to me? Apparently, Moses was so powerful. Power everywhere. They needed water. What did he do? He struck the rock the first time. And what came out? Water. Then another situation. No wisdom. Rather than ask God, how should I do it? He just went back to his power formula. Strike again. So he struck Christ. And not realizing that rock is Christ. And Christ is not meant to be struck twice. So this time around, as he struck Christ, God says, okay, I understand. There is a major deficiency in this, in this department called wisdom where you are concerned. And concerning the promised land, they are portioning of people's portion in their promise. It will take wisdom to do that. So at this point, I'm returning you. God actually said, this, don't take it personal. I love you. Can you see your body is functioning? Your eyes are functioning? All your organs are functioning? You are not sick. I'm the one organizing your rapture. I'm taking you away. And to show that it was personal with God, God even buried him. How many times do you see people, God, people being buried by God? God say, I like you. But you cannot get this job done because you lack wisdom. That is how important wisdom is. So I say, Pastor, are you so sure that was the reason? Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 19. After the successor of Moses had been picked by God, what was the instruction? And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of what? Get on your feet, everybody. Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of what? I can't hear you. He was full, not just wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. That's what a lot of people, what did I say? You didn't sound convincing. What did I say? I can't hear you. What did I say? So wisdom is not just something you encounter in school. It's a spirit you must be impacted with. He said, Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. Why? Why not power? Moses had power, broke the children of Israel out. And you can't tell me that Joshua did not have power in his ministry. You've forgotten? Jordan. God split it too, right? So there was still power. But apparently, if there was anything that would be needed in this season, is wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. wisdom. So he said, lay hands. And this time around, the emphasis is not power. But what? Wisdom. The Joshua, the son of Nun, was full. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 19, please. Joshua, the son of Nun, was full. I want to pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. That in this season, you'll be full of the spirit of wisdom. Said Joshua, the son of Nun, was what? Full of the spirit of wisdom. Because Moses had laid hands on him. Somebody shout wisdom. wisdom. I can't hear you. Shout wisdom. wisdom. I can't hear you. Shout wisdom. Wisdom. He was full. Why did he need wisdom? To walk in your inheritance. To enjoy what God has said is yours. You need wisdom. They know how. The strategy. I want to pray for somebody that in this season you will have supernatural wisdom. Not just power to break through, but wisdom to sustain your breakthrough. Come on, shout wisdom to sustain my breakthrough. You know, Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 12 says, 
He said, God had made the heart. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 12. Be there, please. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 12. He said, God made the heart. How? By his power. And he has established the world. The world there speaks of the systems of the heart. And the word established there means to fix, to fit, and to frame. So the systems, the same way, you know, your, 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 your human body comprises of what? Systems. Central nervous system. Skeletal system. Digestive system. Excretory system. Respiratory system. Cardiovascular system. Which other system? Have I covered everything? Repro uh, very important. Reproductive system. And listen, when any of the system is not working well, the person is not well. Systems designed by God. You know, there are certain things that people are shouting is satanic arrow. It's simply lack of wisdom. You know, something happened to me December 31st. You know, I was fasting to the new year. You know, power can get you into problem at times if you are so power, power, power. So, I stayed without food all day, water. So, by the time it was 12.20 a.m., January 1st, I was standing in front of the pulpit and my eyes were turning. And I knew it was not the devil. It was not arrow. It was not village people. It was simply lack of what? Glucose. So quickly, I can't even remember who I beckoned to to come and close the service. Was it you? I just told somebody to come and close the service. Do you know some preachers have died like that? I said, ah, they attacked. Nobody attacked. I know somebody who literally damaged his system, fasting for weeks. No water because he wanted to work miracles. God has put system in place. If you damage it because of lack of wisdom, you will have yourself to blame. Somebody shout wisdom. Say one more time. Say wisdom. I don't know who I'm talking to. I declare in this season, wherever and whatever you're doing, that you need wisdom to be more effective. I declare in the name of Jesus, there is a supply of wisdom. Lift up your two hands and shout wisdom. 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 Lift up your hands. I don't want to preach tonight. And I believe we're in a season of wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. Wisdom to be more effective. Wisdom to develop better systems. Wisdom to be a better parent. Wisdom to be a better spouse. In one minute, can you ask God for wisdom in the different aspects of your life, especially those areas where you seem challenged? The Bible says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Let him ask of God. Christ is not just the power of God, is the wisdom of God. Just say, Lord, I receive wisdom to be more effective in this season, to deliver great results in this season, to deal with life effectively in this season. Come on, lift up your vo voices and say, Lord, I receive that wisdom. Wherever they struggle in my life, wisdom is supplied. My inheritance, my promise will be delivered. I will not just break out of affliction.
I will reach the promised land. Father, we thank you. Lift up your two hands unto heaven. In anticipation of the wisdom of God that will be impacted upon your life in 2022, Summer Blast. Can you begin to rejoice? Begin to say, wisdom is coming. Wisdom is here. Wisdom is here. Can you, can you just release? If, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. You have asked. You have received. Can you praise God? I'm a better person. I'm a better parent. I'm a better career person. I'm a better entrepreneur. I'm a better businessman. I do ministry better. I'm effective in life. I have wisdom. Rejoice in the supply of wisdom. Because Christ is not just the power of God, but also what? The wisdom of God. Let me say this as I close. For about six years now, I've just struggled with my upper respiratory tracts. Most morning I wake up sneezing. I've done, tried different things. I bought vaporizer, you know, just to clear the air. It just, be, it's like my system just became super sensitive. But about two months ago, I got in a discussion with somebody. I can't even remember where that discussion started. But all I remember from that discussion was somebody mentioned turmeric. So turmeric is good for your system. Just put more turmeric in, in your food, in what you do. Or, you know, if you can't be disciplined, now just... And ladies and gentlemen, I tried the first day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day. There was no harrow. Apparently, my system lacked something. Are you getting my point? And that wisdom came and it resolved. Boy, I've loved my system better ever since that. So for about two months now, I've been enjoying. No sneezing, no sneezing. Oh, in the name of Jesus. It's not necessary. I declare wherever they struggle in your life, by the wisdom of God, you will know what to do. You just know it. And it gets resolved. Wave your hands unto him. Wisdom. Christ is not just the power of God, but also the what? The wisdom of God. That so-called difficult child, there's a wisdom to deal with him. That so-called difficult husband, there's a wisdom to deal with him. Somebody shout, I have wisdom. Come on, give God a shout of praise all over the house. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.